What's going on everyone? Welcome to Cartoon Season. I'm Tyler. And this is always like I say all the time. This is about animation. Cartoons, anime. Um, usually I talk about shows, but sometimes I talk about movies. Here's another one today. We're going to do Shrek. The first one, of course. Um, yeah. Good movie, lot, lot, lots of nostalgia here. This is one of those movies that I owned on VHS at the time. And um, yeah, I probably watched it dozens of times at this point, um, you know. And uh, great movie. I feel like it's come back around and like <laughs> it's kind of become like a meme at this point. But um, legitimately away from the memes, it is a, it is a good movie, you know. Um, it's funny, I didn't do any research. <laughs> but like, wasn't this one of those movies that like people were sent to what wasn't this one of the, or maybe the, maybe that was emperor's new groove i think didn't that happen too no i'm pretty sure it was shrek wasn't shrek the movie where it was like dreamworks was working on something else um and then whenever an employee in dreamworks wasn't doing what the head like the suits wanted them to do or something or they weren't working you know in the way they wanted to do they like sent him over to work on shrek <laughs> you know shrek was like the, the like gulag basically and then which is funny because then shrek comes out and it's like their most successful movie ever and it spawns three sequels <laughs> you know it's really funny um again i did no research beforehand i remember that's something that i heard of but maybe i'm thinking of the wrong movie maybe it wasn't shrek i'm pretty sure it was shrek though um, so yeah, go Google that, because <laughs> if it's true, it's a very funny story. Um, but yeah, we're talking about Shrek, some of the things I want to touch on today. Um, I want to talk about the buddy cop aspect of it with Shrek and Donkey, best part of the movie, honestly. Um, I do want to mention some of the nods to various fairy tale creatures, because um, it's very nice how they, um, they incorporate that into the world building of this. Um, then I do want to mention... Some stuff about the Fiona twist and how just perfect it is for what kind of story this wanted to tell. Um, but yeah, before I get into that, as I always say, go check out the Tiger T YouTube channel. Check out more episodes of this, as well as any other podcast platform you want to listen to this on. Um, so yeah, we are going to get started with the buddy cop relationship between Shrek and Donkey. Um, it's, it's, it's really awesome. You know, like, like donkey, like I'm not gonna say donkey, both, both of them together bring the comedy. All right. Um, but then also it's, you know, it's more than just funny. It's more than just, ah, they're two very different people put together in some weird situations. Like, no, it's also, you know, they, they do grow together to the point where they are like family basically. Um, yeah, just start from the top. Um, just with their character Shrek is basically just this like cranky loner, um, doesn't want to meet anyone, doesn't want to talk to anyone, just wants to be left alone in his swamp. Whereas Donkey is a very loud, sort of like free spirit. Um, doesn't really want to be tied down anywhere, just wants to meet people, talk to them, have fun, that sort of thing. Um, so two, two, two very different people at this point. Um, one of my favorite lines, or I guess maybe not lines, but more like interactions in this whole movie is towards the very beginning when you know donkey's being there and um he's being all loud and stuff and you know he you know he wants to be with shrek right he wants he wants a friend 
and Shrek just isn't having it. And Shrek kind of has, or Shrek, <laughs> I think it's a Shrek. Uh, Shrek has this like out little outburst where he's like, "I'm an ogre, you know, doesn't that bother you?" And Donkey's just like, "No," which is which is amazing because that is probably the first time Shrek has ever had that reaction to him before, because his whole life he spent, uh, you know, inducing fear, whether intentionally or unintentionally, to everyone around him. You know, no one wants to step foot, you know, wants to step within a, you know, 30 foot radius of this dude, um, you know, and even to the point of, you know, further than fear um, to like uh, hatred, um, you know, where they actively want to like hunt him for a reward, um, even though Shrek isn't really doing anything wrong. He's just <laughs> in a swamp chilling, maybe, you know taking some animals here and there to eat him i don't really i don't remember what he eats even though he had a whole feast i don't know some like animals basically um which isn't different than humans <laughs> unless you're a vegetarian but whatever um yeah he ain't harming nobody so like he's he's used to people being angry at him or being fearful of him and donkey is neither donkey's just like i you're you're cool i want to be your friend i want to hang out with you you know and you see that in his face slightly when Donkey says no. He's just like, oh, really? <laughs> you know, and then Donkey has some joke. I think he maybe makes fun of his breath or something. I, I forget. But um, that really is the, the, the start to their relationship and the start to Shrek, you know, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of feeling in his in, in his chest of like, oh, this is something I never felt before. <laughs> um then we go further down, you know, we learn more about how much Donkey is very rambunctious, um, but but also sincere. Like he, you know, he has a whole thing where he wants to do all this stuff with Shrek and he ends it with saying that he, you know, he wants to make waffles. In the morning, I'm going to make waffles, we have a good time, good breakfast, we're going to hang out, um, but he has to sleep outside. You know, so again, we just see that, that dichotomy where Donkey has already a laundry list of things that he wants to do with Shrek, as friends would do. And Shrek is like, no, I'm not having it. And he's not having it so much that he makes Donkey sleep outside, which kind of blockades everything he wants to do. Because, you know, we're, there's there's a literal and figurative wall between us. Um, then we get a little bit later to one of the most infamous scenes of this entire movie is the, the ogres are like onion scene. Um, really, really clever, honestly. <laughs> You know, to, to, to say that ogres are like onions, um, you know, we peel back, we got the layers, you know, I'm not, I'm not just a face value type of guy, um, you know, you know, really good message there. And then we have, again, Donkey bringing the comedy where he mentions like, no one likes onions. <laughs> like, that's why, why would you compare yourself to onions? What about cake? Cakes have layers. Shrek's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not, we're not cake. Trust me, we're far from cake. And then he goes into parfait, which is hilarious. <laughs> It's like, no, you know, parfait, you know, everyone likes parfait. What, what does he say? I think he says, like, parfait might be the, might be the greatest thing on the planet or something. <laughs> it's the, 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 the greatest invention. <laughs> very, very good. Um, uh, a little bit later, we, we have another one where they're wrestling together. You know, Shrek is doing most of the heavy lifting, but even then, again, we're now physically working together. You know, it's not just like a working relationship. Um... A little bit later, we have Shrek, an another great scene where Shrek is pushing Donkey across the lava bridge. 
where in a sense, yes, you know, I think Shrek is, he is having a lot of pleasure, um, you know, you know, in this moment, messing with Donkey, you know, being very sarcastic, you know, pushing him across the bridge, knowing that Donkey does not want this, <laughs> he is scared out of his mind, um, you know, so like there's one aspect there where, Don you know, Shrek's just doing it to, to like, you know, bust his chops. But there's another aspect where, again, I think they've, at that point in the, in the movie, I think we've already reached a point in their relationship where they are friends at the very least. Um, and what do friends do? Friends mess with each other, you know, but not only is the messing with each other a friend thing, but Shrek was also doing it for his own good and being like, no, donkey, like you can do this. You can cross the bridge like this bridge will not defeat you, you know, and he, and he proved it like, you know, Don donkey opened his eyes and he was like, oh, <laughs> I I, I crossed it, you know, he, Donkey would have never crossed that bridge if Shrek wasn't there, so again, messing with each other, yes, but also helping each other out, and, make, and making each other realize, um, you know, each other's capabilities, um, which again, very, very fun thing to do, and then uh, we have a funny moment here, again, um, with the, how like opposites attract, and the different situations they find, you know, find each other in, um, and how the, the show puts them in opposing situations. So, of course, instead of the flip being true, uh, Shrek is the one who actually ends up finding Fiona. Where Donkey is the one who finds the dragon. It was supposed to be flipped. You know, Shrek was going to fight the dragon, have a good time there. He's more equipped for it. Donkey was going to just find Fiona, get in, get out. Um, but we have the funnier of the two scenarios happening. Um, you know, uh, and, and, and it works because Shrek is... Um, not very good with people. So for him to find a person and have to be like, "All right, there's a situation. Let's get let's get out of here." It's 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 comedic, right? And then Donkey, being who Donkey is, really not a fighter, not a lot of strength anyway. To find the dragon and have to fight it, it's comedic. Um, a little bit later, we got um, you know, them again instead of them opposing each other just based on their own character traits they're now lumped together in the scene where fiona is fighting the the merry men you know robin hood merry men whatever um so now they're not looked at as two characters um you know two sides of, of the same coin now they're lumped together as one character almost though you know the one character that is useless in the situation because fiona is so crazy with the with the with you know with the athleticism and the fighting skills and everything you know so right there you know we don't see one doing one specializing one thing one specializing the other because they're both equally useless in this situation and so it's nice because again we're now looking at them as just a group rather than two individual characters that are just doing something to, to you know to to reach an end goal um now we got Another great scene where they're talking about appearances while under the stars. Um, this is more of just a tell don't show where it is more of them just talking to each other about uh, just life, you know, having a more like philosophical conversation. Um, they got to a point where they can do that comfortably um, and then both really realizing that they've had similar issues with everyone, you know, like they have both kind of been tossed out for who they are. You know, because um, obviously different situations, but still with the same end result. And that's kind of, uh, it's, I don't know, 
poetic, I guess. Maybe I'm giving the movie too much credit, but um, that's how they found each other because they're both tossed out. No one really wants them because of who they are, and they work perfectly together. Um, and then on that point, we, we start to see more rough patches after we've seen them pretty much come together and, you know, at least surpass all of their differences to be friends. Uh, we start to see Donkey becoming the third wheel because Fiona's there. Um, very, very sad, you know, we start to see how they both act in that situation. Um, and you're just really upset the whole time watching the screen because Fiona's great and everything, but we've started this movie being like, okay, these two characters don't like each other. I'm not, not, they don't like each other, but they, they don't know each other. Then going to, uh, acquaintances and then going to friends, maybe even teetering on family. And then another character gets introduced and even though they're not an evil character or a bad character, it's still ruining what we've seen this whole movie built up until this point and it just sucks you know but again that's that's intentional the movie's supposed to make you feel that way um and then what do we got what do we got um and then you know that's even um more exemplified when a misunderstanding is some is is what creates a rift between shrek and donkey and fiona um don't mention fiona too much though because i'm more focusing on the shrek and donkey relationship um, you know, but, but that does cause an argument between them, um, where, you know, they just can't reach common ground because of both of their understanding of what just happened and what was said or what wasn't said. And then we see them break up, you know, pretty much, um, which sucks because again, like I just mentioned in the last point, we've seen this whole movie, you know, it's, it, it, it's finally gone to a point where we love it and they're friends and they're together and there's a great relationship, great dynamic, you know, and then it's in one night, it is destroyed. You're like, oh no. <laughs> well, no. This is now we want the movie to end. Um, um, you know, but, but we do get a nice reconciliation scene with Donkey going back to the swamp. And Shrek finds him building a wall. A very sad wall. But more more figurative than, than, um, than literal. Wall through the swamp. Um, they have an argument about whose swamp it is. All that stuff. You know, Don Donkey argues that, well, no, I mean, we were partners. I did half the work, so I get half the reward, um, which his math checks out, <laughs> in my opinion. His math, his math definitely checks out, um, but it does cause them to, you know, it, again, it's, a, it's a type of scene we've seen a million times, but it is something that they just butt heads so much that that actually cracks the egg of truth. <laughs> and, um, you know, they finally open up the communication and they both realize what happened. Shrek more so apologetic than Donkey because Shrek has more to apologize for. But, um, you know, it, it does end up with them being together, interrupting the wedding, which is wild. But it was necessary to get to the very happy ending um, where everyone loves each other and all the bad guys lose. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, like it, it, it was just nice to see the relationship grow and... We'd had many rough patches, especially the one towards the end, but for, I mean, again, that, 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 that just shows you how strong and how, um, how necessary this is for both of their lives is that the relationship did endure at all. You know, we didn't end the movie with them going their separate ways, right? Because if we did, that, that would tell us a lot, <laughs> you know, that would, that, that would say quite a bit. Um... But yeah, very good. Obviously, the anchor to the movie is these two characters and how they interact with each other. Um, and so, you know, I just I just wanted to give you know some examples. Also, go through briefly the the history and the timeline and everything. 
um, because next we're moving to um, not really a deep topic, um, you know, more more surface level, but something I just wanted to mention, um, especially if you guys uh, decide to stick around for when I do the other movies, because I'm definitely I'm, I'm very much a completionist. So you're hearing me do Shrek one right now. I'm definitely doing Shrek two, three and four and five. If it ever comes out, pretty sure five has been rumored for years. And I think didn't like Illumination. What wasn't it rumored that Illumination, Illumination, if you don't know, is the studio that did uh, Despicable Me, uh, Secret Life of Pets, uh, Sing, The Grinch, a bunch of other stuff. I would, I would say they're most known for uh, Despicable Me. Um, good studio. I feel like I feel like the studio gets a lot of flack, but I feel like overall they are a solid studio. Um, wasn't it? I don't know if it was confirmed, but I know at the very least it was very heavily rumored that they were going to do Shrek 5, which is crazy to me because it's owned by DreamWorks. <laughs> and I don't think DreamWorks and Illumination have any sort of relationship. Like, you know, I don't think they have like a parent company. Maybe they do. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, very weird. Maybe they're doing it like in partner with DreamWorks. I don't know. It'd be very, I mean, it'd be like if like, It'd be like if like Sony made the next, if if like Sony made Toy Story five, you'd be like, why? <laughs> like what? Why? Why isn't Pixar doing it? Or just maybe another Disney team doing it? Why is Sony? Also, how is Sony <laughs> making Toy Story five? You know, it's just weird. Um, but anyway, um, I don't even know why I went on that tangent. One Illumination Shrek five, right? other Shrek movies okay so I just want to touch on it because we do get further and further in the series with that so if you guys stick with me you'll you know you'll see the the progression and the introduction of even more characters um, but I didn't want to touch on the the kind of world building they've had with this fairy tale stuff and their own spin on fairy tale creatures so I just wrote a bunch of them down um, some that you may have mentioned some or some that you may have noticed some that you probably definitely noticed um, but probably my favorite one is the three blind mice <laughs> it's such a good bit like them going around and them all blind and them like poking stuff with their cane and just like getting into trouble and um but also them being like they're blind but they're very elusive is just hilarious to me um we got the three blind mice we got the grandma grandpa wolf uh, um i'm not really sure what that pulls from i imagine that's the bit that that's the wolf from red riding hood um Oh, yeah, because I guess in the story, the wolf did dress up as the grandma, right? And that's how the grandma, or that's how the wolf was able to eat the Red Riding Hood. Um, side note, did, did any of you guys out there ever, like, um, so in my school, my elementary school, um, about once a week, maybe once every other week, because I feel like it depends, right? Because the way we had it, okay, I'm, I'm not going to the whole system of our elementary school, but maybe maybe some other time um but i know when we would go you know every every so often we would uh you know our our class right uh we would go down to the library and we would sit on the rug and the librarian would read a book to us now when you're younger um they do picture books when you're in like um when do you think you start chapter books maybe like third grade is when you really heavily start that right somewhere around there um, you know, she would probably read like the first couple chapters of a book to us or something. Um, I always loved that. I always loved listening to stories. I was a big reader as a kid. 
um, then I felt kind of fell off of it. Now I still read um, more so like uh, not really big into books as much, but I'm more into like uh, comics, manga, that kind of thing. Just because you know I love art, illustrations. Um, but anyway, um, some some of the books were really interesting to me. Like as as a kid, I didn't understand it because there are people who have their own spins on on like fairy tale books. You know, like there was one where instead of the three little pigs, it was the three little wolves. And the wolves were trying to protect themselves from a big bad pig. Very interesting. Um, we had other ones where it was like um, similar to that, where the wolf, um, where the wolf wrote a book basically and told it from his side of the story, and it made the wolf seem like the good guy and the wolves like the bad guys. Um, but the reason I brought that up is because there was one where it was like the wolf in Red Riding Hood dressed up but then like they found out and they cooked and ate the wolf or something <laughs> very wild i don't know um that, that was a tangent that was unnecessary um then we had oh yeah just to clip up the grandma wolf thing it's funny um you know it's, it's funny because it's like oh it's a it's a manly wolf but he's wearing grandma clothes um uh, humor <laughs> uh we got pinocchio another great character uh we see more of him in later movies um, I guess that's a spoiler, but um, with him lying and having the whole thing, and also him being like a very nervous character, um, it's funny. Uh, we got some fairies, which if you're watching on YouTube, there's some example of it right here on the screen. When the fairies make Donkey fly, very cool there. Uh, Sleeping Beauty, which we see briefly with the seven dwarves pushing Sleeping Beauty onto the dinner table, <laughs> and Shark being like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing this. Um, Cinderella, we see briefly just in the mirror when Lord Farquaad is picking his bride-to-be. Um, Fiona. Fiona was an interesting one to me because I don't know if Fiona's actually from something and they used her. Um, or maybe it's like a nod to Rapunzel just because Rapunzel is the character to me that is locked in a tower, you know? Um, you know, waiting for Prince Charming to save her. So I don't know if that's just... Fiona's just kind of like a copy and paste of Rapunzel or if it's something more... Because um, I do know that Shrek itself, like, Shrek is a quote-unquote fairy tale, like, in real life. Um, like, Shrek was a character from a book that was written, I feel like, isn't it, like, super long ago? I, I mean, not that long ago, but I think it was from, like, it actually might be a long time ago. I mean, in my mind, I want to say, like, the 1800s, <laughs> but there is no basis to that. But, yeah, Shrek, Shrek in itself is somewhat of a fairy tale, the same way that, like, um, the gingerbread man or something, you know. Um, then we got Goldilocks and the Three Bears, which you see briefly um, them being, like, locked up. Um, and then, like, <laughs> we have a nice gag there where the the baby bear, I think it's called, um, says that his cage is too small. Uh, very, very funny nod to the Goldilocks story. And then lastly, we already mentioned that we got Robin Hood, who was part of the Merry Men. Um, so, yeah, so just... Lots of examples of fairy tale creatures and how we have their nice own spin on them. Um, and also how they're just integrated into the world. Like, this is a thing. This isn't, like, weird to see a fairy tale creature. Um, yeah, it's very, very cool stuff there. And then lastly, I do want to touch on the Fiona twist. Um, so I don't know how obvious it was. Um... But I do want to touch on some of the hints. Um, and I'm very interested to see when you guys, um, if you can think back to when you first watched the movie, like when you 
realize that that was the twist. Oh, again, I don't remember the trailer. Maybe the trailer spoiled it. Um, but yeah, we do start um, the the very first uh, like indication of something is happening is the mirror actually hints at it at the very beginning. Um, when Lord Farquaad picks Fiona and everything, the mirror tries to butt in and say, "Oh, well, there's well, there's actually something I should you know I should let you know about Fiona." Um, and Farquaad is like, no, stop, I don't, uh, who cares? And then the mirror is like, no, 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 seriously, there's, there's something like that. You know, Farquaad just interrupts him again um, and says, shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, like at the very beginning, that's, you assume <laughs> that's what the mirror was going to say. Like, hey, well, just w one thing, like at night, she turns into an ogre. <laughs> um, that's, it's, it's a cool little thing there, um, which is something you really only notice on your second watch. Um, so at the beginning, you're just like you have no idea what he's gonna say and then by the time it gets revealed you don't remember the mirror ever did that and then um, a little bit more um, this could also be the extra reason why she didn't like that Shrek rescued her instead of Prince Charming because she was very distraught you know she said like oh this is not how this is supposed to happen um, and you're assuming it's just because she he's an ogre and she's like well you're not with Prince Charming like I'm not marrying you like that's not like there's a way the story is supposed to go and you're not a part of it and again you assume just because it's like oh well she wants Prince Charming like uh, every princess wants Prince Charming uh, but later on again on a rewatch maybe there's a little bit more maybe it's because she herself turns into an ogre and that has bad feelings for her um, you know maybe she feels like if this is the road she goes down then she'll never shake the curse you know what i mean there's there's lots of stuff that could be going on in her mind more than just uh well he's an ogre and he's hideous and he's a monster um next thing um obviously this is why she slept in the rock house while traveling with shrek and donkey um you know that's, that's why she wanted shelter before the night she didn't want to uh travel through the night and why she took the shelter for herself and i i, I need a door you know something that's like oh well, obviously need a door but she needs a door. She needs everything covered. Um, and also another uh, quick side note, touching on something I did in the first segment with the buddy cop stuff. Um, this, this is also why you can see her peeking out during the, uh, the appearances conversation because she is hearing them talk about it, especially Shrek talk about it. And that's kind of hitting her, you know, um, donkey finding her promises not to sh tell shrek um at this point this is when it's revealed right um and this is the first time we see shrek or like ogre version of her um and that, that's a nice little scene too again that's the scene that kind of destroys their relationship briefly but um you know us, us seeing that for the first time is we're kind of freaking out too but um, we hear it's Fiona, we see it's Fiona, we should get the same hair, same dress and everything. And, you know, in that moment, Donkey is us, right? And I think the writers did a really good job of, of, uh, of finding those parallels. Um, and then, um, again, just like I mentioned, Shrek getting mad over hearing them talk when a confession would just solve everything, you know? Um, I'm, again, I'm not saying it's Fiona's fault that this, this friction happened, um, because confession does not only mean Fiona confessing that this is, uh, you know, this is what's happening. I'm, I'm an ogre. Um, not, not that I'm an ogre, but at night I turn into an ogre. Um, but also confession from Shrek's side, where Shrek would just be more communicative with his feelings and his thoughts. Which again, I, just like how I understand why Fiona has done what she's done so far. 
I feel the same way about Shrek, where it's like he's never felt this way about someone before. He's never felt anything close to something like this before. He's lived his whole life in seclusion. It took so long, it took a whole movie <laughs> for him to warm up to Donkey. And he doesn't love Donkey the same way he loves Shrek, you know what I mean? Or uh, Fiona. So for him to feel this way about Fiona, it makes sense that, that he wouldn't be super open with her. Um, but again, from both of their sides, I think just communication, you know, actual communication would have prevented this. And then obviously we end it with the wedding, um, you know, big, big reveal there. Um, you know, that's when uh, Shrek sees her like that for the first time. We got Farquaad in the audience not really digging it, but that leads to his demise. <laughs> uh, we got the dragon. We, that's, a, that's the climax of the movie, right? Um, very beautiful, too. Um, also, a twist on a twist, right? Because the twist itself is that, oh, man, Fiona turns into an ogre when, when she's under moonlight um but also the twist on the twist is that when you know first uh, true love's kiss or whatever you assume it's going to keep her in the human form but instead because and we're assuming because her true love is an ogre and because this is the um the 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 part of her that um shrek loves and the part of her that she grows to love and realize that this is who she is um, on the inside, not just the outside at night, um, she is permanently now in the ogre form. And that's like, oh, okay, that's that's cool. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's, again, it's, it's all really nice, twists on twists. Um, and then again, like, like I already mentioned before, a nice happy ending. Everyone's happy that should be happy. Um, even the audience claps and is excited at their marriage and their confession of love. Um, you know, we got Donkey and the Dragon and everything, so it's a very nice way. And we even have a little end sequence where it's the song, um, which I think that kind of sets the precedent for the rest of the series, where, like, songs are a thing, especially in the end credits, <laughs> which is, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, that's the movie. Great movie, like I said, away from the memes, um, like millennials and zoomers <laughs> and all, uh, you know, all of us just loving Shrek because that's what we grew up with. Um, legitimately good movie, um, you know, that de definitely deserves to be up there, especially for the time period of one of the best movies to come out. You know, I think that, uh, people might say it's overrated because of some of the, uh, you know, just some of the fans of it, I guess, and how they talk about it, but really, really good movie in my opinion. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah, lots of good stuff there. Let me know what you think of the movie. Um let me know how fast <laughs> you want me to do the next ones because i'm definitely up for it especially since shrek 2 is the one that everyone says is the best of the series uh we'll see we'll see about that we'll see if i like shrek 2 more than shrek 1 um and yeah i guess that's it let me know what your favorite uh what your favorite comedic moment in this movie is because i think there's a lot of them and uh yeah that's pretty much it um let me know what other stuff you want to see me do. Like I said, cartoons and anime is the goal. <laughs> um, usually shows, but sometimes movies, um, whether I've seen them or not. Let me just know what you want to see. And um, that is everything. So until next time, um, you know, just communication. Communication is key. It can stop you from almost marrying someone that you don't want to marry.